Good night, everybody. Live, not really, pre-recorded from the deep red state of Tennessee on Rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned because it's Thursday. You know, it's always pre-recorded on a Thursday. Going to be on Newsmax in a few minutes. So that's what we do. In the wise words of the esteemed philosopher John Fetterman, 5 p.m. hour, LFA TV, Ungoverned. Hi, good night, everybody. Show's over. Go home. See you later. It's been nice seeing you. No, it is. It is because it's pre-recorded, so it doesn't count. Oh, yeah. People hate that. Yes. <laughs> well, specifically two people. But that's okay. Uh, we're ready to rock and roll. It's a border day. We stand with Texas. Where is it? Here it is. You know I love the Texas Rangers, the baseball team, and the actual Texas Rangers. You know, the, the guys down there going to be enforcing the border. The, uh, the people of the great state of Texas, as you know, my fellow uh, Rangers fans uh, by association, uh, many, many Republican governors are standing with the great state of Texas right now uh, in this fight against what looks to be the federal government with regards to do we want the border open or closed? It's unbelievable that it's gotten to this point. You know, I know the Supreme Court ruled not in our favor. Uh, with regards to does Texas have the right uh, to secure its own border or does the federal government have the right to take Texas's border barriers down? Basically, Governor Abbott, finally, he is uh, rising to the occasion. Basically, Governor Abbott is saying, well, you know what? You want to take the border barriers down? Come get them. But you got to get through our National Guard and you got to they're not letting the they're not letting the federal government have access to the barriers to remove them. It's it's quite funny, actually. But it, it, it could get pretty serious. Because how far will the Biden administration go to get these barriers removed? All right? The whole country is now watching. The whole country. How far are they going to go? Are they going to send in the National Guard? Well, Texas has already deployed its National Guard. Are they going to send in the military, I should ask? The federal government. Is there going to be a conflict in Eagle Pass, Texas? Is there? That's what I'm worried about. Is this going to be, not to inflame things, I'm not trying to wish for it, but is this going to be a Fort Sumter moment? Where you know, How many weeks ago was it, Brennan? I think we, we did an episode called, Is the Federal Government Declaring War on Texas? That was the name of the episode. Do you remember that? Is the Federal Government Declaring War on Texas? Let me see if I can find that, as a matter of fact. Because I love, I love when we could point back to the different shows declaring war. Let's see. I like when we have, the, here we go. This is perfect. January 3rd, 2024. Is Biden declaring war on Texas. That was that was the that was the title of the show. And the description read as follows. Is Joe Biden declaring war on Texas? Biden asked the Supreme Court to allow CBP agents to destroy barriers constructed by Texas on the southern border. I mean, what do I say about ungoverned all the time? You're not wasting your time. War had already been declared on Texas. So to the ungovernables, the captain's crew, the LFA family, McGroin Nation. It was fun being in your chat last night, by the way. McGroin Nation. You know, it was it was it was back in the beginning of January. 
when we said live from the heart of America, Nashville, Tennessee, that's when we were there. January 3rd, 22 days ago, we asked the question, is Biden declaring war on Texas? Well, we're getting close to this actually being a hot conflict, I think, because how far are they going to go? They went so far as to sue for the right to remove the barriers. Texas now assumes control over Eagle Pass right now. The federal government's not being allowed in to access the barriers that they sued for the right to remove. How far are they going to go? This is very important. This is a this is a a, a very very pivotal moment arguably in the history of the, of the United States. Is this government going to allow this conflict to rise to some sort of violent confrontation. I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping nothing of that sort happens. But we could get there. We could. All because the Biden regime refuses to do its job on the border. All because they refuse to secure the border. All because they refuse to vet the individuals that are coming across that border. There was somebody, it was a video that made the rounds on Instagram. I don't know how old or new it was, but this guy, you sent it to me or showed it to me yesterday, Brennan, the guy. You don't know who I am, but you're going to know soon. He was a leader of some radical Islamic terror group who said, yeah, you don't know who I am, but you're going to know who I am soon. Now we know. How many more of those got across the border? We know that by the millions... People have crossed that border since Joe Biden took office. And you have left-wing idiots like Idiot of the Week contender. She's competing with Kamala Harris this week. Idiot of the Week contender Joy Reid, one of my favorites, Joyless, saying that securing the border is racist. It's racist, securing the border. Well, I wonder if they think that way about Ukraine's border. Oh, well, of course not. They don't think that way about Ukraine's border. We have to secure Ukraine's border. We have to leave our, our border wide open. I still think we should tell them that instead of brown people, so to speak, coming across the southern border, tell them the Russians are coming across the southern border. They'll secure it like this. Tell them MAGA voters are coming across the border. They'll support it like this. Tell them Jews are coming across the border. They'll secure it like this because the left hates Jews, right? Securing the border is racist. Now, the reason why I say she's contending with Kamala Harris for Idiot of the Week is because Kamala Harris, I think, has got this one wrapped up. Did you know that Kamala Harris said that we will lose our democracy if, get this, if the Department of Justice is weaponized against political opponents, we'll lose our democracy. Has she been sleepwalking through the entire Biden regime? She says this the day that Peter Navarro has been sentenced to four years in prison. He's 74, four months, I'm sorry, four months in prison. He's 74 years old for defying a congressional subpoena. Now, what about Hunter Biden, who defied a congressional subpoena? Is he going to spend four months in prison? Of course not. Why? Because the Department of Justice has already been weaponized against political opponents. The difference is Kamala Harris doesn't want to see it happen to her. We could lose our democracy. If the Department of Justice is weaponized against his political opponents. We have that video as well. Los Angeles Times journos. Journalists. I don't know who that is. Los Angeles Times journalists of color are upset that they might be getting laid off. Oh, no. They might, need, they might be getting laid off. Uh, this is the diversity, equity, and inclusion thing, which I'm just going to have a lot of fun with. You know, you see these stories about Boeing. 
some of the plane's wings are like missing bolts now and you know the 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 engine's sputtering over Miami and DEI pilots and and all of this right and can we please stop listening to Elon Musk about what he has to say about diversity equity and inclusion the woman that he hired to be the CEO of Twitter loves diversity equity and inclusion but there comes Elon Musk and the knee pad brigade who's on the ground constantly attached to the reproductive organ that Elon Musk was born with. You got these people that are just, they're, they're just, I mean, it's real bad. It's like Nikki Haley in an Escalade bad. Okay? With Elon Musk. Oh, he thinks that's a great job with X. Really? He's railing against the World Economic Forum. He's railing against diversity, equity, and inclusion. Meanwhile, the woman that he has running Twitter, the CEO of Twitter, who just said she's coming down, we're cracking down on more disinformation and hate speech. Gee, wonder what that means in an election year. Wonder what that means. Wonder what that means. She posted, then deleted a tweet from 2022. Oh, we have this great DEI initiative at NBC. And she was the task force chairwoman of a World Economic Forum task force. But, but please, Elon, tell me how much you really dislike the WEF and DEI, even though the person you hired as CEO loves the World Economic Forum and, and DEI. Fraud. Knee pad brigade. Get off your knees. He's not worth it. <laughs> it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Anyway, we got that. And the final story that I'm going to laugh at, it's not really, it's, it's funny because it's ironic, but it's dangerous. You heard about this story with Taylor Swift and the stalker in New York City? She's got a stalker. This guy showed up outside of her penthouse. Recently. And he got arrested. But because New York City has cashless bail, he keeps getting released and going back to her house. So he keeps getting arrested. But isn't it funny, Taylor? Ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun, right? When your liberal policies now all of a sudden start to put you at risk? Interesting how that works. But she is a witch, so he has to be careful because she may wave her wand or cast a spell on him outside of the window, and he may grow like a second head or something. I don't know. It's kind of scary. But it ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. It is fun for us, though, when liberal policies wind up backfiring on liberals. Um, so we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. Before we get to all that, I do want to get to a word from our friends over at switch number two, USA.com. Remember today is pre-recorded, but that doesn't mean you get to slack off. Please hit that rumble button. That's the thumbs up button down there below the video helps our show fly up the charts. Uh, hit that thumbs up button, show us a little love, share the show with a friend or two or five or 20 and bring everybody into this LFA family. Here's a word from our friends over at switch to USA.com. Take a look. We all want to make a difference in our country and and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping. It's that simple. We're going to link arms and we're going to shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch2usa.com. Switch the number to USA.com. We've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices. We all know how these big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time. Well, so many little guys, 
Small business owners and regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how we make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer for all of your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. Switch away from Made in China and switch to Made in the USA. That is one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation is shop with a family-owned company that puts their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy that has been formed. Join the massive sweep happening through Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. My friend Maria will give you a call back to enroll you, and then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop. That is switch to number 2 USA.com. Switch to number 2 USA.com. That is switch to USA.com. Check it out. We love switch2usa.com. So check them out today. Switch to number 2 USA.com. Next, we have the LFA TV store at LFATV.us. You can see the image on your screen right there. That is the LFA TV website. If you go to that website, you see this pop up. Brings you to the show that is currently live, so you will never miss a thing. You can go to the LFA TV store as well. Click on that LFA TV store tab, and you will see everything that the LFA TV store has to offer. Tote bags, T-shirts, sweatshirts, keychains, uh, winter hats, coffee, wooden plaques, a musical selection. You got tank tops. You've got all sorts of great stuff. Coffee mugs to put the coffee in. And as always, my favorite, the whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money hat. I love that. I love that hat. That's the LFA TV store located at LFATV.us. Once again, LFATV.us, the LFA TV store, or you can go directly there by going to jeremyherrell.com slash store. That's LFATV.us or jeremyherrell.com slash store. Okay. I stand with Texas. We don't mess with Texas, and I stand with Texas, okay? What's happening now, of course, the southern border, the Supreme Court ruling, I told you, letter of the law, the Supreme Court says the federal government has the jurisdiction over the southern border. So the ruling, in a way, letter of the law, was correct. The problem with the ruling is that the federal government is just not doing their job. Thank you very much. Just not doing their job. Brennan just brought me water because I am parched. And so Texas was doing the job of the federal government for them. And now the federal government's like, well, you know, it's technically not their right to put those barriers up, so we're going to go take them down. And we're going to sue for the right to take them down so that Texas doesn't have the right to tell us that we can't take them down. Well, instead, what Texas is doing is putting the more barriers up, number one, and then basically telling the federal government, all right, we're going to play this game of chicken. You come get them. We're putting them up. You want to take them down? Come get them. And now you got to cross our National Guard, etc. The problem with this situation is it's incredibly dangerous and the situation is incredibly polarized. But a number of Republican governors have decided to lend their support to Texas. Republican governors across the United States are standing with Texas against the federal government. How is this going to break down? I don't know. 
It is kind of scary, though. A growing list of Republican governors announced they stand with Texas Governor Greg Abbott in the state's showdown against the Biden administration over the seized border park in Eagle Pass, Texas. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson also stated his support. Uh, Bill Lee is one of the governors that has supported Texas. He's uh, in the great state of Tennessee. Of course, uh, now that there's no snow on the ground, he may actually be able to mobilize people to get to Texas. We'll see. The list includes Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte, Oklahoma Oklahoma Governor uh, Kevin Stitt, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, and West Virginia Governor uh, Jim Justice. Uh, After publishing the article, governors from Arkansas, Louisiana, and Utah also added their support. Governor Ron DeSantis... This is why we used to like him, says the Supreme Court is siding with the Biden administration against Texas by allowing the federal government to take down razor wire on the border. Texas is trying to enforce our laws and uphold our sovereignty while the federal government is disregarding the law and ignoring its responsibility to protect our borders. What an upside down world. DeSantis is right with that take. DeSantis is right. couple other governor's uh, comments. Governor Brian Kemp, this one's funny, Governor Brian Kemp. Enough is enough. Our southern border is in crisis thanks to the Biden administration's refusal to do their job. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas and the state of Texas have our full support. Well, you know what, Brian Kemp? It would have been nice if you supported keeping the United States a sovereign nation when an election was stolen under your nose in your state. Hello? You realize that? If Donald Trump was the president of the United States right now, none of this would be happening. Oh, my name Brian Kemp. The election wasn't stolen. We had a safe and secure election in Georgia. Oh, you did? Really? Another truck full of ballots just showed up with 2020. Is it still safe and secure? Could have been prevented if you, you know, had grown one of these. Oh, two of them, really. Some of them. You don't even need moose nuts. You just need nuts. A a set of balls would be nice. A set. Carrie Lake has bigger balls than you. No offense to Carrie Lake. All offense to you. Governor Greg Gianforte, Montana, stands with Texas. Governor Kevin Stitt of Oklahoma, Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains, stands with Texas. Christy Nome, governor of South Dakota. Governor Abbott is exactly right to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend itself. The Biden administration has created a national security crisis and put Americans in danger. Their failure is an unconstitutional dereliction of duty. South Dakota supports Texas. Governor Glenn Youngkin, who looks like he works in Costco with his red vests, says Virginia stands with Texas. Governor Jim Justice, former Democrat, now Republican candidate running for Senate who has the endorsement of Donald Trump in West Virginia, says we have a terrible crisis at the southern border. The Biden administration has turned every state into a border state. We must stop the flow of fentanyl, human trafficking and criminal activity to insecure the border. We support Greg Abbott and the state of Texas. I don't disagree with that. I don't trust Jim Justice, but I don't disagree with what he said. The bottom line is, though, this has the potential to get quite nasty you start seeing governors and states signing on to texas it kind of feels like you're listening to the bonnie blue flag right the song that the confederacy sang to 
uh, announced their departure from the union and they list state by state and you know Arkansas and North Carolina now have both gone out right you're watching the it's like kind of watching that things are kind of getting polarized here now and the question remains how far is the Biden administration going to go to take down that that border barrier that is being constructed by the state of Texas to stop the flow of illegal immigrants through Eagle Pass, Texas, and and areas on the Texas-Mexico border. How far are they going to go? Because the entire country now is watching. And this has huge implications for the 2024 election. It's one thing when the administration goes, all right, Statue of Liberty says to come here, everybody can come in, whatever. But when a state like Texas goes so far as to construct a barrier, the federal government then sues for the right to take down the barrier after taking it down a couple of times. The state of Texas then takes over a park from the federal government, keeping them out and puts the barrier back up. Now it's the federal government's term, uh, turn to, what, kick the Texas National Guard out of their park and rip the barrier down again to open the door again? The whole country is watching. This has huge implications for the 2024 election. I can tell you right now, watching the exit polls and and looking at what some of the issues were for the exit polls in a state like New Hampshire, which does not border Mexico, it borders Canada, a little little tiny bit up there, right? Borders Canada. Immigration was the top issue among voters in the New Hampshire Republican primary. Immigration was the, and and we know that there were a lot of Democrats that voted in the New Hampshire Republican primary. So that means that this, that this issue has transcended party lines, has transcended both parties. It is an issue for both parties. We've seen uh, inner cities like Chicago, New York City, Atlanta, communities in those major metropolitan cities saying we don't want to be put behind illegal immigrants. We know this issue is a major issue, not just for border states, but because, as Jim Justice said, and as we've said a million times on the show, every state is becoming a border state. We have Minnesota, a small town in Minnesota, a small town in Wisconsin, talking about how they can't handle the inflow of illegal immigrants. They're not talking about illegal immigrants coming from Canada. They're talking about the ones crossing the southern border. The entire country is watching. Is the Biden administration going to take an aggressive step to regain control over the park in Eagle Pass, Texas to remove the border barrier and open the floodgates again? We've already seen them weld open floodgates in Arizona. Well, we have to allow for the migration of antelope. Uh, No, I don't think so. We saw what was coming through the welded open floodgates, and they didn't look like antelope to me. Now, it's pretty racist to call Spanish people and Hispanics and immigrants antelopes, don't you think? I don't think that's a nice thing to do. I don't think it's a nice thing to do. Here's Joy Reid, though, competing with Kamala Harris for Idiot of the Week, saying, you know, essentially suggesting that securing the southern border is racist. Take a look at this. And very quickly, this massive resistance, it sounds like the old Southerners who said that we will resist integration by any means necessary, that Chip Roy language. How does that read inside of the Latino community? I mean, 
it's it's very it's very simple. No, if you're the Republican Party, you're you're allegedly the party of laws and order, and you're essentially telling local authorities to break the law. No, so I think once again going into this image of you know who is the party of law and order and who is the party for democracy, I think that's where we all have to highlight the hypocrisy, regardless of the politics. They're essentially telling people to break the law. This clown wants to talk about people breaking the law. All right, let's step back. The Supreme Court says the federal government has the right to remove the barrier. Texas isn't letting the federal government near the barrier. Okay. Let's talk about the point about which party is telling people to break the law. There is a legal process by which you can enter the United States of America, the immigration process. It's there. There's a legal way to do it. Any way other than the legal way to do it is illegal. By encouraging people to come here illegally. It is not the Republican Party that is telling people to break the law. You idiot on MSNBC, both of you idiots on MSNBC, both of these two women, if you can call them that, I don't know, maybe that's uh, assuming the gender, these Neanderthals that were just on the screen, you just saw them, both of them, cave women, okay? Well, the party of law and order telling people to break the law. Anybody who does not come through a legal port of entry into the United States is breaking the law. Hence the term illegal immigrant. There is a legal way to come here. And if you do not come here by legal means, you are breaking the law. But what is it? the one thing that Democrats always do? They accuse us of doing what they themselves are doing. Republicans are, are, are telling people to break the law. No, no, no. You are telling people to break the law by saying, all right, federal government's going to remove the barriers. Now all you illegal bad hombres, come over here and break the law to do it by the millions. But MSNBC, they don't care about that. They will put Joy Reid with her horrible hairdo and whatever the other woman was, whoever that is. And did you hear Joy Reid? She died, tried to do the... She was culturally appropriating. She did this, you know. How does this read into the Latino community? You're not Spanish! If I do that, I get in trouble. It's true. If I come out there and go, you know, I think Donald Trump is really doing well among voters from the Latino community. They'll go, there he goes. He's culturally appropriating. He's, he's trying to reach Hispanics by sounding... Joy Reid just did that. At least when AOC does that, she could be like, look, my last name is Cortez, right? Like Ocasio-Cortez. At least she could say she's Hispanic. Joy Reid is not Hispanic. I almost said something real bad, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, you're going to tell me after. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you when the next video comes out. Okay. Join that. Jo- yeah. How about this? No, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Just, it's really, it's really not nice. She's not Hispanic. She's mentally disabled. There, I said it. Okay. Oh, that's not that bad. No, but it's the, true. but the, the R word is a bad word. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Racist is what I meant, obviously. Folks, this drives me crazy. Joy Reid. 
essentially suggesting that securing the southern border is racist. It is not racist. It is not racist. It is a way to keep people safe. This is, by the way, Joy Reid, who was very excited about vaccine mandates. So, in the eyes of Joy Reid, race-baiting, lying, scumbag, Neanderthal, Joy Reid. Low ratings, Joy Reid. In the eyes of Joy Reid, vetting people with regards to whether they have gotten the ineffective COVID vaccine is allowed. Vetting people when they whether or not they can go inside of a Wendy's in New York City. Whether or not they can work in healthcare in New York City. Or be a police officer or a firefighter, first responder, a teacher in New York City. That was okay. But securing the southern border and vetting entrance into the United States, people who are coming in, vetting them, that's racist. What's the difference? Why is it okay to know whether or not someone has a vaccine, but not know if someone coming into your country is a terrorist? So pardon me when I say this to Joy Reid. Go F yourself, okay? You Neanderthal. You piece of human garbage. It is not racist to secure the southern border. However, if you have a single-digit IQ, I could see, like Joy Reid does, how one could come to that conclusion. What an absolute joke. So here's what I want to see happen on the southern border. I want to see the federal government retreat. I want to see Texas hold the line. I want to see them take this stand, dig in, and not give in. And then I want to see the meltdown from Neanderthal cave women like Joy Reid on MSNBC with the single-digit IQ, with ratings lower than her own IQ, by the way, which is very hard to achieve. I want to see those people melt down the likes of, like, the, the, the Biden administration, they're not enforcing the law. No, 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 you're right. They're not enforcing the law because millions of people broke the law to come into this country and we don't know who the hell they are. And you think it's okay because they're not coming into your neighborhood. Joy Reid, black lady in a white neighborhood. That's nice. Fat guy in a little coat. It doesn't fit, does it? Joy Reid. I can't stand this woman. You don't like her because she's black. No, that's not why I don't like her. I don't like her because she's stupid. I don't like her because she's a moron. And her, the fact that she's a moron and that this moron has a platform is dangerous. That's why I don't like her. Because she reaches people and convinces people what she says is true. That's why I don't like her. Because she knows that she's lying. That's why I don't like her. Has nothing to do with her skin color. Oh, securing the border. It's like the Southerners in the Civil War. Take a look again. And 
And very quickly, this massive resistance, it sounds like the old Southerners who said that we will resist integration by any means necessary. That We will resist integration by any means necessary. Nobody is saying we don't want immigrants. Nobody is saying we don't want to integrate new people into society. All we are saying, Joy, is that if somebody is coming into this country, we want to know who they are, why they want to come here, and we want to ask them to follow the law. That's it. Hey, does this sound a little familiar, by the way? Joy Reid, NBC. Who else just recently played the race card on NBC? Oh, yeah! Nikki Haley! We're the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Nikki Haley's a Democrat, by the way. Isn't it weird that uh, one of her biggest donors right now, Reed Hoffman, this associate of Jeffrey Epstein, isn't it weird that he's also funding E. Jean Carroll's lawsuit against Donald Trump? Oh, Her cat was named Vagina. I'm sweating. It's hot in here. I'm upset. But I stand with Texas. Hold the line. Don't give in. The whole country's watching. And honestly... The whole country may be depending on Texas here. We'll see what happens. All right, I want to get to a word. Then we'll get to Harris because, I mean, you would think I was upset now. Probably gonna get, it's probably going to get even worse later. Kamala Harris, idiot of the week contender as well. Uh, we will get to her in just a second before we get to all that. A lot of Neanderthals on the show today. People are going to say, I'm going to go, oh, you're going to get in trouble for calling a black lady Neanderthal. Well, I didn't call her a Neanderthal because she's black. I called her a Neanderthal because she's stupid. You know, as the great Senator Kennedy, going through life is hard, but it's even harder when you're stupid. It's true. That's like trying to skin a possum on a ski lift. What the hell does that mean, Senator Kennedy? I don't know. I don't know how to take that, Senator. Oh, I did not call Senator Sanders an ignorant slut. Hilarious. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Bernie. Hello? $15 an hour. All right. All right, let's get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. Let's get <laughs> went off the rails pretty quick. Let's go brandontoken.com. You see it right here. Let's take a deep dive into the world of uh, cryptocurrency where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. I am thrilled to introduce you to Let's Go Brandon Token. Now, it sets them apart as their unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. Let's Go Brandy Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandy Token's got you covered. They're offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. So visit the website today, Let's Go letsgobrandytoken.com, to learn more, become a part of the incredible movement. To embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in cryptocurrencies does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice. To so check out letsgobrandontoken.com. That is letsgobrandontoken.com. We've also got 4patriots.com. The Patriot Power Generator. Look, I mean, we don't know what's coming our way at this point. 
election season. You got a possible civil war about to break out on the southern border. So it's always good to be prepared for all that stuff. Here's 4patriots.com slash LFA. You know, millions lost power after Hurricane Ian and Hurricane Adalia. Hurricane Michael back in the day came through Florida. One of the first things local government did was put out food safety tips. That's because a lot of people will watch your food spoil inside their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator, safe to use indoors, whisper quiet, and it's strong enough to run your fridge. It is the Patriot Power Generator from 4Patriots, and it's not ordinary power. It is a generator that never needs gas ever, and it even comes with a free solar panel. Now, right now, for a limited time, you can get a major discount off of the Patriot Power Generator at 4Patriots.com slash LFA, but that's not all that's there. Look at your screen. There are UV phone sanitizers, Patriot Pure Sanitizing Solution Machine. It's supposed to be 150 bucks. It's 1920 at 4Patriots.com slash LFA. The Four Patriots Gardening Tool and Storage Set, regularly fifty bucks, twenty two twenty. The Patriot Power Blender, forty nine ninety five, down to thirty four twenty at fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Now that generator that I was talking about is rated five stars from over six hundred reviews on the website, and backed by their hundred percent guarantee for a whole year. And this company is called Four Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. So. Head over to 4Patriots.com slash LFA. Check out the Patriot Power Generator and everything else on the site. And look at all the savings that you can enjoy there too. 4Patriots.com slash LFA. That's the number 4Patriots.com slash Lima Foxtrot Alpha. 4Patriots.com slash LFA. That's 4Patriots.com slash LFA. All right. We got to get to Kamala Harris because this is just laughable. Okay. Kamala Harris says that we can lose the democracy, which, you know, we obviously live in a constitutional republic, but that's besides the point here. We can lose the democracy if we elect a president who would weaponize the Department of Justice and go after their political enemies. You know, that sounds really, really familiar. You know, um, you know, it's not like January 6th happened. It's not like the Peter Navarro thing. It's not like we had uh, the FBI targeting parents went to school board meetings. You know, it's not like a guy is being put in prison because he uh, put a meme online. Oh, uh, I'm forgetting a big one, aren't I? It's not like the front runner in the 2024 election is facing 91 felony counts. That's a pretty big one. We can lose it among. I gotta, I gotta play this for you. This is just rich. It's Kamala Harris being Kamala Harris. Take a look. November of of, of twenty twenty four binary. And on the other side, you've got someone who has said that if he were back in office, he would weaponize the Department of Justice. Someone who has openly applauded insurrectionists as patriots. Someone who has said time that out. they will... Time out! Time out! She contradicts herself right there. I didn't even play the full clip. Someone who applauds insurrectionists as patriots. Kamala, you used to prosecute crimes. You were a district attorney. Have any of the people, any of them at all, who have gone to prison and been convicted over January 6th? Have any of them been charged with insurrection? Any of them! Not one! Not one! 
So who's weaponizing the Department of Justice, really, Kamala? Because you haven't charged any of them with insurrection. And instead, what you've charged them with is obstruction of an official proceeding. Which the Supreme Court's going to be reviewing very soon. And they may rule that the application of that statute and of that charge is not appropriate. And you may wind up with a serious amount of egg on your face. Who's the one weaponizing the Department of Justice against political opponents? Exactly. Kamala? Let me play this full clip for you again. Isn't that crazy? She gets what? It was was a third of the way through the clip. And she's already making herself look like an idiot. Kamala Harris. Take a look. November of, of, of 2024, binary. And on the other side, you've got someone who has said that if he were back in office, he would weaponize the Department of Justice. Someone who has openly applauded insurrectionists as patriots. Someone who has said that they will go after their political enemies and and applauds dictators, indicating that he would be one. So let's be really clear about what's at stake. And then, yes, of course, there is then a desire that let's get out there because we can't lose this democracy. (laughs) She's such a fool. She really is. All right, Kamala. Somebody who would weaponize the Department of Justice against their political opponents. Somebody who has applauded dictators. Somebody who will be one. Weaponize the Department of Justice against your political opponents. Okay, let me just, I got to take this in. Kamala Harris says that. We could lose the democracy if we elect a president who goes after the, their political opponents and weaponizes the DOJ. Well, Kamala, what the hell happened here? Peter Navarro sentenced to four months in prison for contempt of Congress after defying the sham January 6th committee subpoenas. Four months in prison, contempt of Congress. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden showed up outside of the House of Representatives, the day he was supposed to be responding to a subpoena and held a press conference and did not sit down for that deposition, he defied the subpoena. Is he getting sentenced to four months in jail? Nope. Whose Department of Justice is actually going after political opponents, Kamala? You tell me. Was it the Trump administration's Department of Justice that targeted parents who went to school board meetings? No. Was it the Trump administration's Department of Justice who referred to peaceful protesters as insurrectionists and put them in jail over what could have been prosecuted as an insurrection? You know, like the the federal courthouse being firebombed in Portland, like the Chaz Chop Zone in Seattle, like the BLM and Antifa riots that sent the president into a bunker in Washington, D.C. Did any of those people wind up facing jail time for what they did? No. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons why they didn't is because Kamala Harris herself fundraised to bail them out. Uh, Democrats will always do 
what they accuse us of doing. Always. Always. It never fails. It's not that they, they fear the Department of Justice being weaponized in general. They've already done that. They're putting a guy in prison for sharing a freaking meme. They've already done it. They threw Derek Chauvin in jail. And recent evidence has come out that he didn't kill George Floyd. But the narrative needed him to go to jail. They lynched him. They literally lynched him. It was a witch hunt. Oh, if he sinks, he's a witch. Let's drown him. You know what I mean? Unreal. That she has the nerve. Well, we could lose this democracy if we elect a president who weaponizes the political justice system. You've got Donald Trump facing indictments from Soros-backed prosecutors that met with the White House before the indictments were made official. You've got a president of the United States, a former president, Donald Trump, facing an indictment over classified documents that he had the right to have when Joe Biden had thousands of documents when he never had presidential immunity. None of those documents fell under the Presidential Records Act because he was not the president of the United States. No charges against Joe Biden, but you've got charges against Donald Trump. Fannie Willis in Georgia, in the middle of sleeping with the prosecutor that's going after Trump, is meeting with the White House with regards to going after Trump. We may lose our democracy if the DOJ is weaponized. We've been saying that for a long time. Kamala Harris is not afraid of the DOJ being weaponized in general. She's afraid of the DOJ being weaponized against her because she knows what she is doing is wrong. Idiot of the week. I think she's got it wrapped up. Congratulations, Kamala. She said a couple of stupid things this week. I mean, it's Kamala Harris. After all, it's what she does. Peter Navarro. Four months in prison for contempt of Congress. But she has the nerve to say that, oh, Donald Trump's Justice Department will go after political enemies. What the hell has your Justice Department done? That's all they've done. Parents at school board meetings, pro-life activists, January 6th protesters, Catholics who go to mass. Scary Catholics, oh boy, they're speaking Latin. The domestic extremists at the school board better go after them. Douglas Mackey shared a meme, he better go to jail because it wasn't nice to Hillary Clinton. We might lose our democracy if the President Trump weaponizes the DOJ against political enemies. He said he's going to do it. You, it's all you've been doing. It's all you've been doing. It's crazy. You know, I mentioned Derek Chauvin and the George Floyd thing, and this this whole that whole George Floyd stuff gave rise really to the uh, 
it gave it gave rise to the whole DEI critical race theory thing. Well, you know, black people are being murdered by cops. And then what DEI did was it obviously pushed white people to the back of the bus, right? And the people of color were hired simply because they had darker skin than the white people. And now these same people of color with the, the uh, L.A. Times, they're a little upset that they're being laid off. Maybe if you weren't a sucky journalist, you'd still have a job. That's the point that I want to make. If you do your job effectively and efficiently and up to the qualifications that that job demands, you will not lose your job because your job will provide value to the organization that you work for. If you are a salesperson for a cable company and you have white skin or brown skin or yellow skin, you might want to get that checked down, or orange skin, maybe you're eating too many carrots, or purple skin, I don't know how that's possible, but maybe that's what you've got. And you sell a lot of cable packages, you're going to keep your job. But if you are that person with whatever color skin that you have, and you don't sell a lot of cable packages, and your job is to sell cable packages, you're going to lose your job. The problem is when these companies no longer hire candidates for positions based off of what they can do, but instead of what they, instead they do it based off of what they look like, that's how you wind up in situations like this with the LA Times and organizations all over the place. This is the DEI epidemic running its course through society. The mass layoffs signify the largest number of employees terminated at one time in the paper's 143-year history. After the Los Angeles Times announced layoffs, at least 20% of its staff, around 115 employees, the, quote, Black, Latino, AAPI, and MENASA caucuses, I don't know what the hell these are, issued a statement saying that journalists of color are facing devastating implications. How about you just be good journalists that provide value to the LA Times, and if you were doing that, you wouldn't be facing devastating implications. You were hired because you have darker skin than some of your white counterparts. You were not hired because of your ability. If you were hired because of your ability, your ability would make sure that you remain a tenured employee of the LA Times. But because you suck at your job, you no longer have a job. This is the participation trophy culture coming back around like a boomerang. You don't just get credit for participating. It feels good in the moment, but it does not help you get better. The devastating implications of the uh, to the journalists of color include the loss of members of the caucuses, 38% of the Latino caucus, 36% of the black caucus, and 34% among the others. The minority groups accused the LA Times of breaking its commitment to diversify the newsroom as some of its members were among those axed from the paper. Okay, they made a commitment to diversify the newsroom. They diversified the newsroom. And the product tanked. Not because more Latino journalists were hired. Not because more black journalists were hired. 
but because more bad journalists were hired. Because they were hired not based on their ability, they were hired based on their appearance. That's what happens. That's why I've said when I get on an airplane, I don't care if my pilot is white or black or Latino or whatever. I care that they are a good pilot. I don't care if they're a pilot of color or a pilot of many colors or a pilot of no color at all. I care that they are a pilot that has the ability to take off, fly, and land the plane safely. The LA Times diversified their newsroom. They hired all the people that they said they were going to hire. Those people sucked. Not because they were of different races. It was because they were hired because of race and not because of ability. They made their commitment to diversify. It did not help the paper succeed. We are seeing this over and over and over again all throughout the workforce. We told you so. All right, I want to get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms. We love OFP Farms. And their magnesium products. We love their magnesium products as well. Folks, are you tired and sore? Do you have chronic pain? I want to introduce you to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. You may be asking why magnesium. Well, it's because magnesium is an, is an essential nutrient for cell growth, function, and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium without realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. And OFP Farms help, uh, magnesium products help, are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provide a great source of magnesium via topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms Topical Magnesium Product Line. It's hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but they absolutely do. You're welcome to browse the website at the many five-star reviews. Now, OFP Farms is a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small-family farm and a company that happens to love LFA TV. They've been on this show before. So check out their website, OFPFarms.com. That's OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. Use the promo code LFA15 at checkout, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's LFA15, LFA15, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15. For 15% off your entire purchase at OFPFarms.com, you're not going to regret checking out these products. So check them out. Give them the support that you've shown them for so long. A lot of loyal customers have come from LFA TV, and uh, I'm very happy to see that. I have to be honest with you. Uh, last but not least, we have my pillow, Mike Lindell. You know, I, can, I would probably describe Joy Reid and Kamala Harris as what Mike Lindell cla- uh, characterizes these lawyers as. Take a look at what he's up against. Please support Mike Lindell on this show, mypillow.com slash Sean45. Take a look. Okay, and I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, no, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on, okay? That when you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole Mike, is what you are. Mike, no, sorry. he's an asshole. No, he's an ambulance-chasing asshole. That's what you are. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. Put that in your book. No, they, they answer anything, any problem customer that wants to reach Mike Lindell. Those are the ones. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. They send them to here and they go, or they call about, um, maybe they didn't get their pillow on time because of uh, um, 
the FedEx or whatever. But we'll cover them even though it could be somebody else's fault. Nobody called because of a lumpy pillow. But good, good one though. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. What I'm saying Obviously, is, you don't have a my pillow, too. You don't, do you? What I'm saying is, Mr. Lindell. Asshole. That's right. You tell him, Mike. MyPillow.com slash Sean45. MyPillow.com slash Sean45. You see it on your screen right there. Or promo code Sean45 at MyPillow.com. I can't speak for the other promo codes, but I can say if you use Sean45, you will not get a lumpy pillow. And if you don't use Sean45, then you're probably what Mike Lindell just called those lawyers. Hey, one more uh, ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun example today. Taylor Swift. She's got this stalker that keeps appearing outside of her home. It's kind of funny. Um, you know, I don't like to see that happen to anybody. But Taylor Swift, you know, has been a uh, very outspoken liberal on many, many issues. Well, unfortunately, those policies are starting to bite her in the backside because just minutes after he was released without bail, David Crow was freed by a Manhattan judge on Wednesday after being arraigned on charges of stalking in the fourth degree and two counts of harassment related to an incident two days prior. He showed up right outside of her house again. So tell me, Taylor, in the middle of going to Chiefs games and looking like a fool, tell me. How those liberal policies working out for you, Taylor? They good? Is this, uh, this is something you like? This guy is stalking you. That's not cool. He's apprehended and arrested by New York City police. He's released, and he shows up outside of your house because of stuff you support. Ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun. I hate to see it. But I love to see it at the same time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching and listening. Really appreciate it. Will Johnson coming up next at 6 p.m. with Culture Wars. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7 p.m. And Stone Zone with Roger Stone at 8 p.m. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. We will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we'll just become ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Do not comply with anything that is crazy out there, right? Compliance is surrender, so do not comply and never surrender your rights away again, including you, Texas. Hold the line. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please give us a thumbs up on the way out. Leave a comment underneath the uh, video on the way out as well. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to the channel. It's free. Rumble.com slash LFA TV. And subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts on audio. That is by searching for Ungoverned anywhere you find audio podcasts as well. That helps us get the message out over there as well. Thank you so much for everything, for watching and listening. We'll be back live again tomorrow. Live again tomorrow. Pre-recorded today. We'll be live tomorrow right here. Same time, same place. Rumble.com slash LFA TV. Until then, have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you tomorrow evening.